0: What's up, everybody? This is The Booch, and this shout-out goes to all of the members of The Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of The Booch Cast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows movie reviews whatever episodes we come out with you guys listen you guys tune in and you show your support and it means the world to us and we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment but i want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch i am now officially on cameo That's right, the cameo. The same cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25, you can get a personalized video from me on Cameo and it can be for any occasion that you want. You got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday? I'll make it happen. You want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college? I'll make it happen. Whether it's a happy holidays video, it can be a gender reveal, it can be somebody who needs some motivation you want the boots to motivate you or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with, I'll help make the breakup happen. Or if you got somebody in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style all you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch 365 there'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the booch cast from now till the end of time go there book your video customize it however you want let me know how you want it done and i will make it happen for you so go to Cameo.com slash Booch365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show.
1: Loots. Vials. Irritating little horns Gaze at the person cross from you now feel the sweet spark of connection if you don't screw up this moment somehow maybe you won't die alone Trust me, I promise she knows. And now her defenses are starting to fall. Smile and return her affection. If you don't manage to ruin it all, maybe you won't die.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, aka The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on The BoochCast, Cast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to The BoochCast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott.
2: What's up, dude and dude? That's just to be the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott. Generally speaking, I'm not that broke tonight. And courtesy of Keating the Cow. Oh. Here we go. And Vinny, we're going to start doing something here. Courtesy of South Park. This card wasn't bad. This wasn't bad. It wasn't
0: bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was bad. Was it bad at all. No, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good, It was, good, match. It was good, 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 it good, good, it was, good, it was, good. Yes, it, it <laughs> was very good. It was good. It was all right. It was good. Yeah. No more? Yeah, let's stop. I think we're annoying everybody. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to try this. Let us know if you like it or not. If you don't, we'll stop. But anyway, we kick things off here. This is NXT, February 27, 2024. This is actually the go home before roadblock. Because NXT Roadblock is set to take place next week here on NXT. So the next time you hear from us NXT-wise, we will be here for Roadblock. And we kick things off with Ilya Dragunov, our NXT champion, making his way down to the ring. Dragunov demands that Carmelo Hayes come to the ring. He knows Hayes wants the NXT championship. So Hayes should come out of his hiding place so they can talk about it. Hayes walks out on stage. A line of security guards stand in front of Hayes. And he has this to say. He tells off that they are his security and they are here to do whatever he needs them to do. And I believe, believe? there's a moment right here. I think we'll let Carmelo finish this off. All righty then. You the NXT champion for now. But you ain't the superstar
2: that make this brand go. I am. And it's been that way since I stepped on the scene with that ruthless aggression. You see this right here, Ilya? The security,
0: they're mellow security, and they're here to do whatever it is I need them to do and then he said that Dragunov makes him sick he want, Dragunov wants Hayes in the ring Hayes says he isn't stepping in the ring until he sees a contract Hayes gives Dragunov until the night's end to work it out with Ava Dragunov attacks a few of the security guards the rest of the security surrounds Hayes to protect him good opening uh, segment right here even though we were a
2: uh, little bit late but we'll get back to that sooner or later Vinny but like this right here this was fantastic it was awesome I enjoyed it I mean was like get your ass out here motherfucker I want a piece of you and of Carmelo Hayes coming out with security guards. We typical what we like to, like to say in the business a chicken shit heel. Am I right? Am I wrong Uh,
0: or half and half? I think half and half. Okay, I, mean, okay, okay. I, I mean, he wasn't too much of a chicken shit because um, chicken shit would like if, if Dragonoff came at him and Carmelo ran away, but he did have the, the security there. Yeah, yeah. But here's with the security where I think Carmelo made a mistake. And I am jumping a little bit ahead because the security does come out at the end of the night. We won't go into that. I'm just going to say this part right here. He made 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 the mistake of saying the security was there for his protection. That makes you a chicken shit heel. When a heel comes out with security, the audience knows. We all know they're there to protect the heel that's bringing the security out with him. But the heel is supposed to manipulate the audience. Like, if I'm the bad guy and you're the, you're the baby face and I come out and I got security and you acknowledge, hey, you hiding behind that security, basically telling me I'm scared, my response would be, oh, no, 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 Zach, Zach, you see, this security right here, they're not here to protect me. They're here to protect you. They're here to stop me from ripping you apart. You see, I want to make sure we face off for the title next week. So the security is here to make sure I'm 100% and you're 100% so there's no excuse when I t- kick your ass and I take back the NXT title and show the world that I am him. And that's all it is. And that's all it's ever gonna be. That's what Carmelo should have said. But the moment he said that security was there for his protection, he immediately became a chicken shit heel. You are now saying that you have security because you are afraid of Ilya Dragunov. And Carmelo should never show fear. I, and like I said, I am not against chicken shit heels. Some of the best heels of all time have done the chicken shit beg for their life. Especially when you watch old school WCW classics like I've been doing in the last couple that I've seen and reviewed here on the show they are not ashamed to beg they ain't too proud they like the temptation they ain't too proud to beg but Mello should not be that type of heel because he has too much of an ego too much confidence to show fear and the moment he said that he showed fear that's the one negative I have with the security guards you never say they're there to protect you you say they're protecting the baby face or they're protecting me from destroying you because I know if I get Get my hands on you you won't make it to next week and i need you to make it to next week so i can get my title that's as a heel how you deal with security always anything else that you notice that you like i love this
2: right here pretty much said everything just like like dragging so i'm tired of you running away you went come say it to my face and uh mellow being the hill it goes like Nah. i'm just gonna wait and make it more kind of an intense situation
0: yeah until i see a contract i want a contract i want to guarantee that we're going to face off next week and that's pretty much what happens so even though things happen later in the Tonight, this yes. opening is a bit of a disappointment. It, it was it. Bad? I guess not. This is not the time or place for that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I hate to buzz kill the bit, but this is not the place to do it. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be a time later on where we can, but that's not it. Not this one. Next, we cut to the backstage area where we see Gigi Dolan and Jada Parker as they argue over who gets to talk to NXT GM Ava first. They argue, and Ava decides to book them in a match tonight. Why? We need filler. Okay. I mean, that's really <laughs> what other fucking reason? I think they're all trying to get the next sh- uh... slot. Later. Women's um, title, but really this is filler. Th- th- this is yeah, this is filler. Um, we got to pad the runtime. That's um, be, I mean that's not. I the, I really have nothing to say. So really me, either. I'm no. just saying it wasn't the k- that's not the kayfabe reason for why they did it, but that is the shoot reason. Shoot for reason for why they did it. They're padding the runtime here because they got they need to fill TV. Because otherwise, why the fuck would we want to watch this? Yeah, eh. yeah. So no boring. Moving on. Yes. So now we're moving on to our first official match of the evening. We've got Kalani Jordan versus Kiana James with Izzy Dane. Not that bad, was it? This is a very good ben, match. This is actually, it
2: wasn't a squash. I mean, uh, Kiana Jordan, she's still screener than a motherfucker. But I like her heart. I do. I like, I know. She stays off the top rope, does she?
0: She's, I mean, yeah. She's my, got
2: a lot to learn, but she's not that bad technical either. Yeah. I mean, Kalani has gotten significantly better. Yeah. She just got, she has a lot to learn. She's not NXT. Women's champion material yet.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, I wouldn't say she has a lot to learn. But she's she's just, she's progressing. Like she's not yeah. ready for the women's title, but she's not nearly as bad as she was mm-hmm. months ago mm-hmm. or yeah. during the time she was hanging out with Dana Brooke before she got released. Like b-
2: the, no, back then, she was bad. Was yeah, she was bad. It was bad. bad, bad yeah. Bad, bad.
0: So I'm saying now she's actually gotten better in the ring. Again, I, she's nowhere near ready for a women's title run. She's not a main event player, but she's not. I wouldn't say she's green anymore. I mm-hmm. think she's gotten it where she's at. She's good. where she is, and she's working with people that also know how to work, and that's what makes her better. Because Kiana is great in the ring. That woman is a future women's champion right there. And of course, Izzy Dame, being the backup to her is helpful. Yeah, she also, uh, like, uh, when
2: uh, Kiana Jordan tried to roll out of the ring to rest up, uh, Izzy Dame was like, hell no, bitch, get your ass back in there. And then, um, Kiana James and hit the 4 and one ok. k is that her finisher called? Yes. And then, then in one two three. and rightfully so. I love Kiana Jordan, but she's not gonna go over off Kiana Jordan. Yeah. And Keanu James, oops. I'm yeah, talking. she
0: has, well, she has one finisher called the 401k i think she has another one called the deal breaker and i think that's the one she hit i don't know like she's got a couple unless they change the 401k to the deal breaker which i, I doesn't make sense i mean that don't um, make sense either but i mean i get it because uh, obviously 401k work cuz she's a businesswoman you know in the business world people have 401ks well technically there's a lot of jobs with 401ks but the uh, business ones tend to have the best 401ks and also there's deal breaker because when you work in the business world there are deals that can break and also most people know deal breaker as a day- term, like what is considered your deal breaker in a relationship or when you're dating somebody. And deal breaker means it's something that you 100% will not stand for under any circumstances where if you, if this happened or you saw this, that's it, end of relationship. That's a deal breaker. There's some things people are willing to negotiate on in a relationship. You know, there's give and take, there's back and forth, but some people just have deal break. And at that moment, you have to either decide, am I willing to change this so the deal doesn't get broken or do I just walk away from the deal together? And like I said, I, I enjoy this Match immensely. I thought uh, Kiana James did a fantastic job. I think Kalani Jordan, um, like I said, she stayed off the top rope, but still had a lot of flips, but the flips were timed and made sense. So it wasn't like a spot fest. So I just, great opening match to show. Yeah. Great opening match. That's sure. all it needed to be. Yes, sir. And then we move on to the next match of the evening. We got us some tad team action. We have the Good Brothers versus Idris and Ofi and Malik Blade. Oh, this is squash.
2: No, 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 no. No, how I long? Mean, I mean, I mean, time the match. How long was it? 5 minutes and 23 seconds. I don't think that's enough to call this
0: squash. Okay. Mr. bucci
2: here. Let's uh, take a moment of silence for uh, Anofi and Blade. Okay, fuck that shit. up back to your Relous Gage of Broke. solo Ginger here. Anofi and Blade, you have no business on my TV. You have no business in the ring. Anderson and Gallows make you look like little bitches. Fuck off. This match was awesome. Glad the Good Brothers is back. Yay! Because another good fucking tag team is back at NXT that doesn't use the spot. Monkey bullshit.
0: Well, not just that, but they, they need to upgrade their tag team division because they've lost quite a bit of tag teams. Creed Brothers got called up. Los Lotharios is up there forming the new Legado del Fantasma. Pretty Deadly. Yeah, Pretty Deadly got called up. This boy! Yeah, they're up there. And also, uh, even though they're still a faction, the family is not going for the tag belts anymore. More on that later. But because they're not going for the tag belts anymore, that's another team removed from the tag division that were top guys. And with, as I said before, I'll say it again. With Braun Breaker now signed to SmackDown, the days are numbered for these got for him and Corbin to be tag team champions. I don't see these guys being tag team champions for very long. I think eventually Braun's just going to stay on SmackDown, and Corbin's going to go his own way. And maybe try to regain the NXT Championship, or I would say rec- uh, get the NXT Championship. I should say regain a shot. At the NXT title is what I should say. If I'm wording that correctly because technically he never held the belt, but he did have opportunities at the belt and didn't win it. And obviously uh, Blade and Novi at one point were working over Carl uh, Anderson, so that's why I'm not calling it a squash because they did have some good moments in the match where they did get some offense in and did put up a decent fight against the Good Brothers but in the end uh Enofi missed the 450 splash uh, Anderson hit the spine buster
2: that was a vicious fucking spine buster right there that was that was a good fucking spot right
0: there what does Jim Ross say there Minivucci spine on the pine spine on the pine there Minivucci yeah I love when he say that and then uh, Gallows and Anderson hit the magic killer they get the win as well They yeah
2: sh- yeah you really think they and Blade is going to beat the Good Brothers on their returning match
0: if they did they would have to go back to SmackDown. Yeah, you, they, that little they're thing dead. they be
2: called buried, and Benny and I would have been pissed. More Vinny than me, because he actually knows these two guys. Yes,
0: <laughs> and as much as I love Gallows and Anderson, if they had lost this match, and I'll use an old-school term here, they would be deader than Kelsey's nuts if that was the case.
2: i heard you say that before many times. Yes,
0: it's a cornet term. I have no idea what the fuck it means. I just know it's funny. All righty then. But yes, shout out to Gallows and Anderson. You know, Boochcast is always in their corner. Always. And uh, Oh, fuck yeah. these are not the Bullet the Club. Well, they were... In the Bullet
2: Club, at least they're not anymore. There's too many members of the Bullet Club. Yeah, well,
0: Sheesh. well, the Bullet Club's got its own fucked up thing going on in AW right now. So. Boo.
2: Yeah, so no, no, Fuck no issues you, with that. Tony Khan, you four-eyed fucking cocksucker.
0: What did Corny call him earlier? How you sound? It was not nice. He said he looked like a seal peering through a block of ice. Um, you get it? Yeah, it's like you know how you know seals are like you know underwater creatures. They can last underwater in cold air. Yeah, but when you're in a if, when their ice is on the water mm-hmm. you can still see what's underneath there so like the seal's looking through the ice to stare up at you uh, so you look like a seal peering through a block of ice yeah yeah okay I get it yeah so after the match uh, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson challenge Gallison and Anderson to a match Nathan Frazier and Axiom interrupt and said they want the Good Brothers first uh, the LWO comes out and attacks Gallus and Anderson from behind everyone beats down Gallison and Anderson and then they retreat and head up the ramp as Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin the wolf dogs are watching from the bird's nest.
2: Yeah, I was sitting there going to just laugh why everybody just beats the shit out of each other. Well, generally speak, gallows and Anderson,
0: and now but like this is what you
2: get for attacking us from behind. I was like, eh, they got they got a couple of receipts in for what they did to them last week. But then uh, then we were like, wait a minute, who are those guys? Oh, it's the LWO. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So yep, I enjoyed it right yeah. there. They got a little bit of receipt, got a little bit of the revenge in them. I would too. So would you if you were yeah. back?
0: well it was Wilde and Mendoza from the LWO, you know, coming out because obviously you know Gallus and Anderson came in and just wiped all. Them out last week. That was them coming to get their uh, their advantage to return the favor. And obviously, um, Chase U is the number one contenders. They're supposed to be getting the next shot at the tag titles, I believe. And then after that, it's supposed to be whoever's next. So obviously, every all tag teams are vying for the spot. Well, not mind seeing Chase
2: U as tag team champions.
0: Do you? In a perfect world, yes. Uh, but if since Gallows and Anderson are down here, I don't want Chase U to go over. And I'll tell you. I'll explain more on that later. But anyway, so we see all this, and I also love the fact that when Cor- Corbin and Breaker were up there They're wearing matching black tank tops Matching chains Both got sunglasses on And holding their titles on the shoulders
2: They look like a fucking tag team
0: That's right
2: And some people need to learn that they, Don't they, Mr. Vinny Bucci But some people just don't
0: Yeah, if you're gonna be a real tag team That's what it is
2: You come to look out together You come out to say music together and Whatever you do Do not try to be
0: one of Hardy boys Moving on Exactly Well, we move on now And we see good old Oba Fem- who steps into uh, Ava's Ava Rain's office and here's what goes down
2: listen I'm still trying to figure it out there's a lot of people who would love an opportunity at that title
1: they say that now but when they're in the ring with me they'll regret those words We need to talk.
0: I guess Dragunov has something to say. He always has something to say. Yeah. So obviously, he's walking in there to go get the contract so he can get Carmelo Hayes yeah. in the ring and they can get the title match set for Roblox.
2: Yeah, that's very true. And Ubo's like, I need a challenge. And she's like, I'm working on it. I'm working on kind of like with several years ago with Teddy Long and Mark Henry. I'm like, give me some of the challenge. And that beautiful Redhead Sheamus came out there. Maybe he's trying to do something like that. He needs a challenge. He needs to stop going against
0: guys where he's 10 times bigger than. They are running out of challenges. I want, After, I want to assert my dominance. Good for you. I am Obafemi. They will all fear me in the locker room. Okay, and? And I do not appreciate your tone. You will adjust your tone when you speak to Obafemi. No. Nee. I am not dealing with this more. Get, get this motherfucker Off the shore <laughs> Fuck him And fuck you Do not disrespect me Oh poor you You want a pat on the head Here you go <laughs> He's unconscious I am taking him To be sacrificed To the gods Mohaya Mohaya Yeah this So yeah So Obafemi's basically Looking for a challenger That's and what he's looking for They need to give
2: him one Because he's just Too damn big right now To go against anybody else
0: Well it's not just that It's just that you don't have A lot of mid-card guys To really put him in the ring with and you gotta find someone That's believable as a threat And that can go That is, can go as long as Dragon Lee he's going
2: to distance he's going for speed <laughs> the log what a time of need that was great
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow was that good I was not expecting that
0: Slap hands might as well just move on I got nothing else to say <laughs> but yes he is looking for a challenger and like I said it's a hard list of people to find because um, it's, it's intriguing to see who he would pick like maybe like I know Brooks might be a good option Um, you know if Trick Williams wasn't a main event or wasn't injured I'd put him in there you know if Trick had won the title I would say Carmelo maybe could go against him but it's just you know he already beat Lexus King which I'm not too happy about that because I felt like Lexus should be the guy to ultimately take it from him unless they want to put Von Wagner in that could be another guy Um, but other than that there's not a lot of options and by that I mean not a lot of options that are believable or credible to take on a guy the size of Obafemi or the, that we want to fucking see yeah and on that note we're going to move on here to the next oh match boy yay
2: yeah. Vinny's favorite fucking person in the whole wide world.
0: Yes. Versus Zach's crush. We got. Fuck you. Takara Jackson with Last Legend versus Roxanne Perez. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Okay, I'm just going to ask you this. Annie, was this bad? No, it was sad. Slap, slap, dun, done. tap out. We're done. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Two people really don't give a shit about. The only reason why I do this is about Roxanne Perez, because it gets on this guy's nerves right here. We're, we're literally watching this match like,
0: uh, why? Why? Basically, here's what happened. What had happened, happened, happened was... What happened was... Roxanne Perez was in the back, whining and moaning and bitching and complaining Ooh-hoo. because she missed out on the open challenge because she was in the shower. And... Jakar was saying Last Legend stays ready so she don't have to get ready and blah 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 and Roxanne of course is being a fucking brat and trying to beat up everybody in the goddamn locker room because she feels she's entitled to fucking everything. He's like, I deserve a title shot. You didn't mm-hmm. deserve the belt the first time you held it. Why the fuck would you get it the second time? you goddamn ridiculous bullshit. Okay? Just because your tongue is up Booker T's ass does not mean you deserve a fucking title shot. Booker T didn't work for WWE. You wouldn't even be in this company. Fucking spot fest, bitch. So anyway, we watch this match from hell. Last Legend gets ejected by the referee. And then, of course, Jackson blindsides Perez. He fires up, lands a furious strike, but Perez rolls Jackson the cross face, and Jackson taps out. But Roxanne Perez wins by submission. And does anybody fucking care? Nope. Some of the fans do, but here in we the podcast, we, we don't really care. do not do, do we care? Not really. No. I, dear God, no. No. Okay, moving on. Yeah, exactly. I would have made this a bathroom break, but I have to recap this for you guys Fine. So do I This is one of those matches where if I didn't have a podcast and I didn't have fans to talk to I'd have skipped this shit So next we cut to the backstage area And we see uh, JC Jane, Jasmine, and Thea Hale all hanging out And here's what this girl talk unfolds
1: Well, the happy, energetic, bubbly Thea Hale Oh, so so much so the old Thea Hale. Hale Yeah The old Thea Hale was a loser What? Not now
2: The old Thea Hale total loser. <laughs> oh, well, Fallon said that... Uh, Fallon Henley? She's a moron. She practically begs people to be her friend. The Thea Hill I saw, who desperately needed help in her Chase you shirt and her uncontrollable energy,
1: you're much better off now, trust me. Mm-hmm. What about Chase and Duke?
0: Losers. They're all losers. Really? Really? Isn't that a little mean? Well, of course it's mean, but that they're supposed to be mean girls, but what she's saying is she's saying that Chase U is all full of losers. I don't know about that. They're not all full of losers. Well, here's my question. What's the question? If they're all losers, why did you start a campaign to save the school? Why didn't you just let the school shut down? I have no clue. Does she want to take over the school? No, if anybody does that, that's going to be Duke. Yeah. You know that just as well as I do. Yeah, which we, we we, we all thought that for a long time but it's boy kinda, we were wrong yeah this this has lasted way longer than we thought it Yeah, would. yeah, it, yeah if it, at this point if he did turn on Chase it'd be like why why now you waited this long come on
2: you could have done it a long time ago but you did it now did you
0: yeah so now you're seeing that J.C. Jane is starting to become manipulative you know talking about how the old Thea's a loser and Fallon Henley tries to beg people to be her friend and obviously Thea doesn't know what to believe he's a young naive girl trying to follow the it crowd because that's what young girls do. Everybody wants to be part of the popular kids until you wake up one day and realize the popular kids are total fucking shitheads. Like, in general, they are fucking losers and the only reason they're winners is because their parents make buttloads of money. Very, very true, sir. And all they have to do is get cut off by their parents and they would become losers just like the losers they make fun of. Very true, sir. So that's pretty much the gimmick here. but. Pretty much. It's, it's just, I don't know where this is going. I don't either, and I'm sick of seeing it. Either you guys, you ladies need to do something or get the fuck off our TV. Like, this needs to build to something. Stop trying to manipulate like Thea Hell. Like, you got Roblox next week. We have Stand and Deliver April 6th, okay, which sounds like a long ways away, but not when you're writing TV, because that means you've got, like, what, three, four, five, like, four or five shows? Really? Because we got a couple weeks. Right now, you're building the Roblox. After Roblox, you got about maybe four or five shows before Stand and Deliver, and by standing and deliver, something here's got to give. You're not giving the fans any reason to continue following this story because all we're seeing is a bunch of pointless girl talk and Thea Hale going from being this energetic, you know, high energy, as Gator would say, Chihuahua, to just being this boring, dreaded, depressing person. That's like, what about Chase U? What about my friends? What am I going to do? Like, it's goddamn ridiculous. Where's they're, they're not, and here's the thing, and I understand storytelling. So I know people out there are going to go well it's a slow burn story yes I'm all for slow burn stories but even in a slow burn story there's a little bit of a chain you know something has to happen you still need to have a few tiny little things happen to keep someone following the story because if it's just bland all the way through no one's gonna care about the play out you got to give them little nuggets little snippets here and there like oh that was good I want to see what happens next here then it's a little bit of a lull then you got to snap it back again okay let me see oh this is good okay now we're building to something They're not building to anything they saved the school and now they're trashing the school what the fuck consistency anyway we cut to the backstage area and we see the tag team champions i believe they're getting off an elevator here and they bump into the good brothers and here's what unfolds
1: i have an airbrush guy can we do something with this no plain no it's not spring break 99 i'm not spray painting my jacket hey, can you put some tanner on your paint it's rough night boys All right. tag team division's got a little depth huh Look, big LG. Comedian Corbin acting like he loves this place. Oh, yeah, he's so funny. They got jokes. They got jokes. Look, <laughs> NXT reinvigorated my career. Reinvigorated his career. I'm back to kicking people's asses.
2: Back to kicking people's asses? And I won these tag team titles. He won it all, boys. <laughs> can you Can you stop? Oh, I'm just stop. messing with you Friday a uh, nice SmackDown, dude.
1: Come on, that was a nice spear. You got me Friday oh, Friday. These, yeah, these you. are the NXT tag team champions. Machine gun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be easier than that. Yeah, see, you boys got your jokes, but see, last week, that magic killer, it sparked a flame inside of us that's been gone for a long time. See, the good brothers came to NXT just like you did eight months ago, and you don't like it, because you know it won't take us that long to become champions. That's
0: right. I think last week, you called me a comedian, right?
1: Yeah. You know what I think is funny? The sound your face made when AJ slapped you in the mouth. Go ahead. Swing! I hmm. dare you. Not yet. You won't well, get up and fight. Swing, okay. Swing. All right. I get it. I get it. yet. I got this. Yeah. Listen, boys. Yeah, between him and I, we have a good time. It's fun and games, but when the bell rings, the dogs come out. We destroy everyone.
2: Mm, that's great. It's a good catchphrase. Let's see if the dogs can get past Chase you And if you two can, good brothers. Will be
0: Now, that is a segment. That is a very good
2: segment. Two two big ass tag teams together we're like, all right, motherfuckers, see what you got. After we're done with Chase You, after you get done with Chase You, we're coming after you. You're next.
0: Yes. And ultimately, what I liked here was the chemistry between Corbin and uh, Breaker. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Breaker kind of doing all crazy, acting all nuts. And I want the tag team. Would you stop saying that, please? <laughs> He's like, hey, you had a good job on SmackDown, that spear, so it was good. And then the Good Brothers get in their faces, but here's what I love the most about this, was what Braun said at the end, you know, hey, with us we're having a good time, it's fun and games but when the bell rings, we destroy everything in our path, that is a prime, grade A top choice example of comedy in wrestling being done the proper way, they're having fun, they're getting a little zany, you know, the good brothers are acting serious, because they are serious you know, they didn't come here for fun and games as well they shouldn't, because they're trying to be taken seriously, because like they said, they've, they've basically came to NXT to reinvent themselves and got the spark back that they've lost for a long time. They've kind of been in limbo, not really fighting for tag team gold, but Braun made it clear, hey, we can laugh and joke around, but we take it seriously in the ring. And that's what matters. You can be as goofy and silly as you want to be backstage, but when the bell rings, you better be ready to go. You can do all this, if you can do funny shit in the back, but still put on a match in the ring, the comedy works. But if you're doing comedy backstage and comedy in the ring, that's where there's a problem. Because at some point, people are going to want you to be serious. Like You can be funny and entertaining all you want, but at some point, people are going to want you to be serious. For example, I'll use myself as an example. It's why I separate the stand-up from the podcasting. When I'm on stage doing stand-up, I'm all about the jokes. I'm all about making people laugh. That's my end goal with the comedy, is I need to say something that is going to make you laugh. I can say whatever I want in the beginning. I can be as brilliant as I want. I can be as serious as I want. I can be as, you know, passionate as I want, rebel against system, all that bullshit. But when I'm done talking, you need to be laughing. Otherwise, I failed at my job. On the podcast, I don't have to be funny. If it happens, it happens. But here is where I'm serious, because I'm talking wrestling. And wrestling, to me, is serious. I take the business very seriously. You I respect it. You so, it. that's why, you know, it's like here on the show, Zach and I, we're funny games. We do funny bits. But, when it comes to, when it gets time to, okay, now we gotta talk about the wrestling, we get down to business. Here's what was good, what was bad. Here's why it was good. Here's why it sucked. That is key. And that's what they do best. That sums up their tag they just taught us who they were right there. We have fun and games, but don't test us. Don't mistake our com- our comedy for weakness. Because when that bell rings, we're going to beat the fuck out of you. Ron Breaker is a bad motherfucker that will kill you. Corbin is a bad motherfucker that will kill you. Now, the Good Brothers are also bad motherfuckers that will kill you, but here's the difference. Most people already know the Good Brothers are bad motherfuckers that will kill you. But when someone's silly and crazy, you don't think they're bad motherfuckers till the bell rings. Now, these guys have already taught us that. So we got the advantage there. But in general, that's Point I'm making is that's what I love most about this promo. Everything else was good. Chemistry, everything on point. You know, you call us comedians. I thought it was funny when AJ slapped you in the face. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was pretty funny right there. I was I was waiting for you. He's got a point right there.
0: Yeah, so ultimately that's what we gotta do is establish everything else. And we now know these two are gonna face off now. That's why I believe, assuming this happens at roadblock, I think it is, it'd be stupid if it wasn't. The Wolf Dogs are gonna take care of Chase U. They're going over against Chase U. Chase U's not winning the title. No, they're not. They want to make sense. And then I think at Stand and Deliver, they're going to face the Good Brothers at Stand and Deliver, and the Good Brothers are going to walk out with a tag title. And then this team is going to split up. Then Breaker can go to
2: SmackDown and do his thing.
0: And if he does have a match in NXT, Brown Breaker, I mean, it will probably be at Battleground in May, and that's when they'll probably go one-on-one against each other. Because I see Once they lose the belts, I see them splitting up. It would make no sense for them to stay a tag team because I doubt Baron Corbin is going to be going to SmackDown anytime soon. So I think they need to break up, and then at Battleground, Brown Breaker has one more NXT match, and then at that match, Corbin goes over on Breaker. You have Corbin beat Braun Breaker, Braun stays on SmackDown, and Corbin moves on with NXT. And that's why, because Braun's already on SmackDown. Now, on SmackDown, Braun stays undefeated until he wins a title, whatever belt it is. Whether it's the United States Championship, or if he becomes an undisputed WWE Universal Champion down the road. Not anytime soon, down the road. Way, 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 way down the road, you know? But at some point, he'll win a title up there, and then once he wins that title, that's when you decide to end his streak when he drops that title. But I would keep Braun on SmackDown, strong and undefeated, and the only time he jobs is to Corbin at NXT Battleground. That's what I would do. Or in this tag match. You can do that. Like, maybe Braun eats the pin, Corbin snaps and turns on it. It looks like Braun's a babyface on SmackDown, from what I'm gathering. Could be wrong. And on that note, we're gonna move on to the next match of the evening. We've got Dijak, one-on-one against Luca Crucifino. This is Luca guy who pressed the living shit out of both of us, didn't he? Yes, yeah, definitely. Wow! You know I
2: was like, what the fuck? I was like, we th- I thought this was gonna be a squash, and boy, we we were wrong. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. I mean, these two went to town. It was it was a fucking brawl. It was a fight. And could tells tell it's a little bit of psychology. And what do you think? Yeah, there was some. All right, all right. All right. I thought one time I thought yeah he just won, and Luca kicks out. But after the after he, after uh, Luca hits the big boot from DiJax, guess who comes out to the ring, Vinny? Uh oh. The nutcase in the straight jacket. They're making this dude work so fucking well. I mean, then Gacy, because with the Tech is still on him as well, and then, then all of a sudden that uh, you see that uh, uh, Luca it, it hits that with a, with a crowbar, and he hides the crowbar. You can see the chemical f- crowbar under the still step. I was like, Tony D, you motherfucker, you, because he knows how he likes to use the crowbar. But go ahead, Vinny. what are your thoughts?
0: I enjoyed it. I didn't think I was gonna. <laughs> Me neither. But I enjoyed it. I thought I think Crucifino is great in the ring. That dude can wrestle. That dude can work. And this was a very technical match. Which I did not expect, because it was DiJack. Now that DiJack can't work, he can, but as a big man, I don't expect to see a lot of technical wrestling. Even though DiJack in the past has done the flips and the profession and the and the technical shit, but like again, I-, I prefer big men to wrestle like big men, you know. But there was a series of reversals. There were heavy strikes. Like these guys were legit going for it, and it felt like a match. It worked very well. You can feel the emotion in it. Yes, DiJack not going down from the crow- clotheslines, which makes sense. Christopher. A back suplex that discus boot from Dijak was great. The feast your eyes for the win, I thought was very well done. And then Joe Gacy's just making us laugh like, because he got one arm out of the straight jacket, but the other arm's still kind of in there and he's still able to like beat his ass. And then again, Crucifino with the, with the crowbar was perfect, it was a perfect spot. And then Gacy and Dijak just go on the attack and go to war. And yeah, basically, he went going. off
2: camera, went off camera too.
0: Yes, we'll get to more of that a little later. So, all right, but, moving on, uh, sir. Next, we cut to the backstage area. Where uh Tony D'Angelo uh, is with Stax and Rizzo and they see uh Crucifino out there wrestling and T and D'Angelo orders uh Stax and Rizzo to go get Crucifino because uh apparently the Don wants a word with uh the man that is I think he's a, either his attorney or his consul Yeti. Probably both. Probably both,
2: yeah. Both, 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 I saw this right here, I was like, all right, Crucifino. Apparently you you got you had to go talk to Tony
0: D, aka the Don.
2: What did you do or what did you do for him? Is more of the question.
0: Well, the answer is for Simple, you see, Grucefino's out there wasting his time with fucking Dijak and this Joe Gacy stuff. And first of all, he used a crowbar. Let me tell you something that is strictly Don territory, that is that is D'Angelo family property. So, you had nothing to do with it? The fuck, why the fuck would I waste my time with this? What do I get? What the fuck do I get out of this, cherry top? What do I get out of dealing with fucking Dijak? He has nothing I want, he has nothing I need. Anything, happen business- to a fellow Italian
2: out. that's what you do because you guys are supposed to stick together.
0: Dijak, when did die no, become a No, Crucifino. Fucker?
2: Help him get a little, get, get some revenge for losing the match. I don't know. He should have used it during the match, but he didn't, now, did he? So I want to ask you this one more time. How did the fucking crowbar get there?
0: Hey, I had it locked up. The contractor's had the key. Let God be the judge. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Right. right, all
2: your towns are innocent. Like, like, hiding a gun in a bathroom? Brilliant, but with
0: a crowbar... Okay, first of all, I didn't hide no fucking crowbar. Second of all, you notice, though, nobody saw the crowbar throughout the fucking match. Why was it there in the first place? That's I, I, First of all, I don't fucking know why it's there. Second of all, I'm trying to make a point here, okay? Quit smoking all that green shit. You can fucking pay attention. My point is this. Nobody saw a fucking crowbar there, so clearly it was in a well-hidden spot is what I'm trying to say. Crucifino was able to find it. Crucifino was able to use it. But again, I don't know why he's wasting his th- time with this fucking, you know, crazy ass jack and psycho Joe Gacy looking like a fucking insane Wee Herman or whatever the fuck. Or some type of crazy shit. Looks like Chucky came to fucking life and dyed his fucking hair. I don't know what the fuck his crap is right here, but he just looks like a fucking psychopath. He looks like, he looks like fucking Pennywise after he washed his fucking face. Like I don't freaking know why this guy is here. You know, he has balloons that float. Well, Joe don't look like he fucking floating. That's all I'm saying. Oh, uh, fuck. Hey, this uh, is a waste of fucking time. Family's here to deal with family business, and this ain't family business. This is psycho babble bullshit that we don't need to get involved in. Gabish? Gabish. It's stupid. You hear? I hear you. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. All right. Get your hearing checked. All right. Anyway, I got tizzes to attend to. I'm getting the fuck out of here.
2: Goodbye.
0: Go away. Don't come back
2: ever again. For <laughs> are you going to anyway, because your voice is so fucking annoying.
0: Seriously? What is wrong with you? I didn't do anything this time. What the fuck are you talking about? What you just said. What did I say? Hey. Tell the Don never to fuck come back again. You don't tell the Don where he goes and don't go. If he wants to come back on the show, I'm letting him back on the show. I want to live, you fucking moron. You want to die? You can choose Somebody your own death. Somebody's scared. are you scared. Uh, yeah. He's the Don, you fucking idiot. Don't get mad at me just because your family lives in Cali. I got family that lives here. Who do I? You got family that lives here? Yeah. In Georgia? Yes. The, what the fuck you doing pissing off the Don, you idiot? Because mm, my family's cozy as I am. This just in on the bootcast. Zach doesn't love his family. Anyway, we're moving on here. We got an in-ring segment with our NXT Women's Champion Lyra Valkyra. Valkyra wishes Shotzi a speedy recovery. When Shotzi is healthy, Valkyra promises her a title shot. Valkyria also puts over Last Legend for showing up and showing out. Yes, she did. Since Tatum Paxley held up her part of the bargain and stayed away last week, Valkyria has a surprise for her. Paxley joins Valkyria in the ring. Paxley says she will do anything for Valkyria. Valkyria tells Paxley that she got them a tag team title shot against the Kabuki Warriors. Paxley is excited. Now Ridge Holland interrupts, but for before we get to Ridge Holland... Zach, how do you feel about Valkyria and Paxley? I don't care. They're
2: going against the Kabuki Warriors, the Japanese Jermers bullshit, yes. and they're going to lose because they're not going to get live at carry two to championships.
0: Well, it's not just that. It's beyond that. Right now, the Kabuki Warriors, as we know, are part of damage control, and right now they're in a high-profile feud with, you know, Bayley and Io Sky as they're getting ready for their women's title match at WrestleMania, which I'm just going to say this right now with CM Punk on the injured list that match needs to main event night one I'm sorry Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins better not main event night one of Wrestlemania I swear to the Lord that story is played out it's you no know it's case case gonna goal. happen
2: you know it's gonna happen we're not gonna give that to, that, to, to, to those girls you know that damn What well. it's gonna go to Seth and Drew
0: hey if Triple H cares about women's wrestling as much as he claims to he will give them that main event there's only unless they go through with the rumored main event match that I'm hearing which is gonna be the Rock and Roman Reigns teaming up against Cody and Seth Rollins if they go with that match then okay I can see that main eventing night one but if there, but if that tag match isn't happening Bayley and EO need to main event night one of Wrestlemania and like we said this I want to be excited for this tag title match but we know the Kabuki Warriors are going over and here's the thing when you know a team is going over and it's a team you don't like it doesn't get you excited for the matches Like and that's the thing that people don't understand is it's not even the fact that people know what's going to happen and this is a misconception people aren't upset that they can call what's happening they get upset when they can call what's happening and they don't like the end result but if they know something is going to happen and it's something that they want they still want it. Swerving those people is not going to make them happy or excited it only works if 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 they think something bad is going to happen and you swerve them into something good then they're happy but if they think something good is going to happen and you swerve them into something bad they're going to hate you so that's why I want to be excited for this match but I can't. Me neither. That being said Ridge Holland interrupts. Holland says that they are finished he has something very important to get off his chest. Paxley and Valkyrie Give Holland the ring, and here's what goes down. There was no malicious
1: intent behind it. Ha. Truth will ultimately prevail. But there is pain bringing it to light. Hooker, what the?
0: That's right. Holland says if they are finished, he has something to get off his chest. I mentioned before Holland says he's here to apologize for his actions, but when he tried to say there was a malicious intent, the arena went black. These cryptic messages that we've been seeing on TV for weeks and months about truth and three faces and the face the people see, the face your family sees, the face that's your true mask. All of a sudden this guy comes out hits him with a chair, takes off the hood and it is the perfect ten, Sean Spears.
2: (laughs) Then he goes, what the fuck, uh, what the fuck? I was like, who is that? That's Ty Dillinger. I was like, oh, oh! I didn't recognize him at first.
0: That was Ty Dillinger, who we yeah. all know is the perfect 10. 10, 10, well, 10. Exactly. Ten. But they're not calling him Ty Dillinger. They're calling him Sean Spears. Is that his Christian name? I believe so. Okay. I know that was the name he used when he was in AEW, and they were calling him the chairman. Uh, No, actually, his uh, Christian name is Ronnie William Arnell or Arneal or Arnelli. Whatever. I don't know how that last name's pronounced, but that that's his Christian name. That's his
2: Christian name.
0: But he is, um he's now Sean Spears. He used to be Ty Dillinger, uh, but he was he changed his name to Sean Spears when he was in AEW. And again, they were calling him the chairman because his weapon of choice is a steel chair. And he had a reputation with that chair when he split open Cody Rhodes with an unprotected chair shot, which we found out later, Cody told him to do that. So that wasn't Sean being sloppy and reckless, but he got a lot of bad publicity. But Cody was the one that told him, swing for the fences, and he wasn't going to protect himself. So as much as I love Cody and want him to finish the story I have to say that was a dumbass move on his part but it either worked. way it worked, it worked because it got Sean Spears over he was very popular with the crowd AEW like they do everybody else dropped the fucking ball with this guy just fucked him over and over again
2: fucked him with an elephant bat with Bob Breyer with no lube and the Bob Breyer is rusty
0: yes and the advantage here is Sean Spears is one of Cody's guys so that's why the door was open for him to come to NXT and that's why a lot of people think when his contract expired uh Absolute Ricky Starks is probably going to be the next one to come here. And at some point in the future, we're hoping to get Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. So, Sean Spears is one of many AEW guys that are coming to NXT and some of them are on the list of people that were here and now they're coming back. Like, Cody came back, Jay Cargill came back, we got Lexus King, and now we got Sean Spears. And I like that because, obviously, we weren't expecting it, and that's what I love. When they have build-ups like this, and it's somebody you don't see coming, because I'm not ashamed to say this, I marked the fuck out when that hood came off, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "That's Ty Dillinger."
2: Yeah, he did mark the fuck out. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" That was Ty Dillinger. I was like, eh, okay.
0: I was like, "No fucking way!" And it looks like they're gonna they're gonna probably do some good with him. I look forward to seeing where this goes. Obviously, they're not gonna be doing anything at Roadblock, but I'll say this: Stand and Deliver, Sean Spears, Ridge Holland, book it, book it. Put this at Stand and Deliver in front of that crowd. Because again, here's what people need to understand about these crowds: WrestleMania crowds are full of marks, and I try not to say that in a. Bad Bad way, Because I know when I say the word marks, I tend to use it in a negative term. Because there's a lot of marks that suck. But... In this case, hold on, this is a positive because WrestleMania fans follow everything. They're one of the few WWE fans that know everything. That's why they're the most hostile crowds. Because the normal casual fans don't know too much. That's why they get rowdy, but not as rowdy as WrestleMania fans. Not even close. So if you put Sean Spears in front of a normal casual WWE crowd, they're not gonna know who the fuck he is. I'm sorry, but they won't. And that's not a knock on Sean Spears. It's just they don't know him because he's been in AEW for so long. But at that WrestleMania crowd, they're gonna know who he is, they're gonna love him, and he is gonna get a loud pop. They may even do the ten thing again. Yeah, but Vinny, speaking of marks, are is
2: that is I heard something about you. You're really Bucci, aka the wrestling mark. I'm sorry, who the fuck told you that? Um he's uh from uh for Virginia. Yeah. Really? <laughs> he said that? Yeah, I heard him say that one time.
0: Yeah, we can go fuck himself. <laughs> How about that? I know goddamn Mark. That's a I, I, I get more offended by that than anything else. You you can call me fat. You can call me bald. You call me a mark. We're fighting, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll fat. break your fucking neck. Okay, moving on. All right. Yes, to the next match of the evening, we got Von Wagner one-on-one against Lexus King. I don't know. what the,
2: Good match? I thought so. Yeah, it was actually a good match because uh, at first, guys, Von Wagner, as big, was doing the big guy diamond thing. He was throwing Lexus King all over the place like a fucking rag doll, but then Lexus King did a move and start targeting his left or right knee, you think? Left leg or right leg? Left. Left leg, he kept on kicking it, kicking it and kicking it and kicking it and kicking it and kicking it, and that was believable right there. Then they went outside uh, outside the ring and poor Mr. Stone, he got thrown in there. And he go and what well, mistake is? if I went I want to go check on Mr. Stone. He just we could do that. go look over. Thumbs up, thumbs up. He says no, go back, go back. And then they went back and forth. But lo and behold, um, Ronald rose up, King for the win. Which is strange. I thought that Alexis King was going to win, but turns out I wasn't. I wasn't right. And then Alexis King, you know, he lost the match. He least that lead out two people and went out and went out the uh, ring laughing. Vinny, your thoughts?
0: Just a very well done match. Yeah, I like the way uh, Alexis King utilized psychology here. You got Von Wagner, who's a big motherfucker, who is tossing you around the ring, can stomp the crap out of you, and hit you with everything. So what do you do? You chop the big man down. Take him out by the knee. Hit knee breakers. Always attack the knee. Because if you can chop somebody down to your level, it's easier to fuck them up. Like, that's why a lot of times you see, like, big guys, they Get down on their knees and go. Even down here, I can still whoop your eyes like they did the Money Mayweather. That's why Money Mayweather was able to break Big Show's nose, which he did for a shoot. By the way, now they knew in advance he was gonna do it, but Big Show was still pissed when it happened.
2: I remember that he 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 did like that. I was like, I don't know about that. Then I see Mayweather come and start hitting, I was like, uh, dude, this is for Mayweather. He's still boxing uh, champion. Yeah,
0: but I they had that. to do it. But they knew if they didn't, no one would care yeah. if he's throwing if he throws pussy hits. But if he broke his nose, they knew. Oh God, we got box office now. So Big Show not happy to have his nose broken, but he understood later on, this is going to make money. Because Big Show understands the concept of wrestling, which is, we sell in tickets, and that sold tickets.
2: Sold a lot of tickets.
0: And even with Mayweather, which I love, I, I know I'm going off topic here, but I love it when he th- took, had those $100 bills, and he's just chucking them in Big Show's face, and some people, everybody around him is picking up the money, and then he talked about, he said, I'm going to break your jaw. That's why when Big Show went for the choke slam, boom, hit him right there with the jaw, took him out, kind of ten, with a brass knuckles. With
2: the brass knuckles, yeah. Yeah. Goes twerk and flop. <laughs> I Ten don't know how hours. big you are. You get hit in a jar with a pair of brass knuckles by a professional boxer. Motherfucker, you're going to go down. And that's the key thing with
0: the converse of big guys. You get them on their back, they're fucked. <laughs> exactly. But it's how you get them down there that makes it believable. So going after the knee does everything. It, it chopped him down. But Wagner had to roll up king for the win, which I thought was odd. The big man yeah. rolling up the little guy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, but it worked. I mean, it worked, but it still looked kind of weird to me. And the only good that comes out of this this is that it sets up another possible match down the line? Like, if they want to go to, I have to say it again, stand and deliver, because that's the next big show. Because they're not going to be doing anything for Roblox, I don't think. But um, I do believe that with a roll up victory, you're able to prolong a story, because a roll up win is not a definitive win. Nope. It's a win in the record book,
2: but it's not a win that we want to see.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a win that you could say, I'm to see best. a one, two, three. No, you want to see an unconscious, ah. knocked out victory. I hooked the leg, one, two, three, I hit my finish. Not that I rolled you up, because a roll up is a quick win. It's still a win, but it's not a win that ends a feud.
2: Yeah, it makes sense right there. Yeah, it makes sense right there. One, two, three, set, done.
0: Yeah. And then we cut to the backstage area with Jada Parker who tells Paxi and Valkyra they will get embarrassed by Asuka and Carrie. Sane. Ariana Grace steps in and tells everyone that they shouldn't fight. Valkyra says fighting is their normal. Grace whispers that's the case until they change it. Then they also said that, you know, do you have a problem with them? Like, no, we just want to be the tag team champions. He goes, we're all champions you know, in our hearts and our minds or we're all winners or all that bullshit and then that's when they broke her crown or tried to break her crown or or um somebody there said some degrading shit that pissed off arianne
2: um no no benny yeah? this was depressing you know what kind of depressing this was what like a little blue st- Darn. Such a tragedy, Anna Grace. Please shut the fuck up. And go back to the hole that she came out of. Bye. This was stomped This was stupid. This was pointless. Fuck off. Yeah, she's like, why do you want to be the tag? Why are you gonna go against the Koope Warriors? Cuz we want to be want to be tag team champions. Yet no one cares about that match. All those belts, really. So Vinny what are your true thoughts about this atrocity bullshit?
0: I understand Ariana's gimmick, and I was with her up until she did that stupid shit about we're all champions or we're all winners and all that. That's when I got turned off by the gimmick. <laughs> yeah. And that was when I was like, I can't listen to this shit. Before that, I was with them. Like, you know, hey, we're women. Let's solve problems with our words instead of always having to fight all the time, which I get. You know, because what, what you should do is you always save the fighting for the ring. Is, and, is, is the point you should be making. You know, hey, don't fight in the locker room. Don't fight at the press conference. Don't fight in the backstage area. Just wait until the ring. That's how you should do it if you're a professional all right i'm not gonna deal with this right now talk all the bullshit you want i'll see you in the ring that's usually what baby faces always say i'll just see you in the ring and then you get in the ring and that's when you whoop ass so i get that concept but to think that it's stupid for them to challenge for the tag belts it's like yeah it's like why do you got against these two it's like nothing here is like i don't hate either one of them but they have the tag team titles and we want the tag team titles that's a logical reason to want to fight somebody or
2: just sick of the kibuki war is having them for so fucking long
0: well they don't really care they're in nxt why do they care what happens on SmackDown? They don't. They don't. They don't care about the Kabuki Warriors being chanted. We're the ones that are sick of seeing it as fans. But the NXT people, they don't give a shit. It's just they got the belts. We want them. Let's have a match so I can take them. That's It's simple as that. If you got a belt, somebody wants it. And they try to take it from them. And if they can win, that'd be awesome. If they don't, okay. That's how babyfaces look at it. Spirit of competition. So, yes, they it should want them to fight for the titles. So, once Ariana tried to make it seem stupid or ridiculous that they would want to compete for tag belts... That's when I couldn't get behind the gimmick. Like, that was, that. that's where you lost. Before that, I get it. But after that, I was like, ugh, I can't sit through this shit. And then we cut to the backstage area where we see Jack and Ava having an argument, and then something happens. Oh, he's a crazy yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: He's yeah. He's yeah. Awesome. I see you.
1: <laughs> favor, to get favor. <laughs> <laughs> you may oh, <laughs> <inaudible> so be, like you you be done with
0: me, but I'm not done with you.
1: Hey!
0: Okay, as much as I hated not being able to see anything, that was still kind of a believable
2: spot. It was a believable spot right there. It was. Yeah, Joe Gacy's like, I'm still not done with you and DiJack's like ah crap DiJack, this is your fucking fault by the way motherfucker you poked the bear long enough and now comes a fucking psychotic fucking Ted Bundy cuckoo for cuckoo puss
0: motherfucker Mr. Scott I understand that my methods you find confusing which is why you choose to use these labels but while here you are in a safe space you need to know DiJack is not and I plan to tear him apart here take two of these little pears with some water here soon you're gonna go off to one over four. four lala i'd rather wait till after my match as i do not need to poison myself with drugs beforehand i need to i need to make sure i am sober for what i have planned i need to be on drugs right now talking to you mr scott if you need to alter your mind you do not need drugs you simply need to rejoin the schism. Remember, four roots, roots one tree.
2: tree. Okay, Vinny Boot. Alright there, sir. I'll join you. Like you said before, four roots, one tree. Exactly. Isn't that not a little bit just a tiny little bit fucking creepy there? Did I a good? Yeah. <laughs> I <I'd> hope so. <laughs> like,
0: Jesus Christ. This, but it's great. Now, now, it uh, works so fucking well for His gimmick is Joey. wonderful. Oh, it, he's coming
2: back from his gimmick. He's still sticking to but this time it's like Jesus
0: Christ. And then of course they announce a match for next week. Now, Zach, for the listeners out there. Oh,
2: here you go. Your ego's gonna go big.
0: I don't know. Zach, please please tell them what, what match did they book for next week? It's an asylum match. I'm Boy, sorry. You know what? <laughs> an asylum match. I'm sorry, what, what was that? What was that? I can't quite hear you. Can you speak a little louder into the microphone? Asylum fucking match. One more time for the people in the back. Asylum, are we done? Yes, thank you. Asylum Run. match. Did I not fucking call it, ladies and gentlemen? You did. You feel better about yourself now? The the only thing I was wrong about was pay-per-view. I thought it would be like at Stand and Deliver, but instead they're doing it at Roblox. There you go. Asylum match. Did I not say the asylum match was coming? Yes. Why? Because I'm the fucking booch. Fucking called it. No spoilers. Didn't look shit up online. Riffed off here on the boochcast, and boom. Fucking called it. You called it. Next week on Roblox, we get an asylum match. As if we didn't need more motivation to see Roblox roadblock. Now we got
2: it. Yeah, we got it because that's the match I'm actually really want to see. Oh, it's going to be nuts. It's gonna Is it going to be
0: f- spectacular? Here's hoping. And after that, we move on here to the next match oh, of the sake. evening. We got Jada Parker versus Gigi Dolan. No. Was it? <laughs> was this a match? <laughs> this is definitely filler. It filler. This is a filler match, Zach. Um, I don't know really who Jada Parker,
2: uh, Jada Parker is. No, Gigi. I love Gigi to death, but uh, no. This is boring as shit to me really to tell you the truth. Like Vinny said, this was filler. Half the time I was watching something on Netflix and Vinny was goofing off on fucking, uh, what was it, TikTok doing all those funny faces and everything else? Well,
0: yeah. I was yeah, trying they... to find the filter for TikTok because I, <clears throat> I'm i trying to get, I'm trying to do more TikTok shit, but I don't really have time with, with, with everything that I'm going through right now to really sit down and like do crazy content. So I'm kind of just like looking at the filters and stuff and having fun with those.
2: Yeah, I mean it is pretty fun though. I mean, it was, but this right here, I'm
0: just gonna say it. What's his? No, it was sad, but only because there was, no there was no interest. P- the match itself was great. There was wrestling.
2: There was wrestling, but there was just no excitement.
0: There was no excitement. So there was no
2: Yeah, not like you know, not the edge of your seat type of thing. You and I were like looking at you, like, can you just please get the
0: fuck off our TV, please? Yeah, this was a waste of time, and waste really, time. like I said, it was waste meant to, effort. it was meant to fill the runtime. There's no real motivation to enjoy. This match or see this match, there's no angle coming out of it. And Andreana Grace coming out and fucking everything up. We need to
2: stop fighting. And at the end of the match, Gigi's just looking at us like, Gigi, just please do us a favor, just smack that bitch and make her shut the fuck up, pick her and send her back to whatever the
0: hole that she came out of. She's stealing gimmicks, yeah. So I think that's what's gonna lead to. Gigi Dolan's gonna face Ariane Grace. And you know, unless they decide to add it to Roadblock at the last minute, again, this is another match you could put on stand and deliver that you can build to because that's the key important thing is start building shit to the pay-per-view like wwe is just now starting to add matches to wrestlemania like we got cody versus roman we got bailey versus eo we've had that for a few months now they've already added rhea ripley and becky lynch seth and drew mcintyre Apparently, what they need
2: to do is logan paul and kevin owens for the united states championship belt that's
0: Pretty much gonna happen.
2: Yeah, and Kevin needs to go over.
0: I really don't want him to. I would love I really don't want him to.
2: We'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So with that said, we're gonna move on oh, to the main man. event of the evening uh for the NXT Heritage Cup. Uh Noam Dar with Oramensa defends the title against Charlie Dempsey with the
2: William Regal's son. Yes. Motherfuckers, if you don't can't tell Charlie Dempsey and we are, are not related. You guys never watched fucking wrestling before. Am I right or am I wrong, Vinny? They look like fucking twins. That yeah, they do. And but this right here, about this was actually not that bad. I enjoyed the living piss out of it. Yeah, round one. Uh which, which went to Dempsey Did you see how he pinned him? That was one weird ass pin. I have never seen anything like that. It was that. a
0: backslide prawn hold combo, from what I read. Didn't know what the fuck that was. We
2: were looking at each other. I'm like, what the fuck? But okay, then then round two comes along contest. And round three, come on, that's when, um, Merriman Dard, he, he rocked the house on that one. He, with what, in thirty seconds? Or so, got a pin like that. And future, out of this whole thing, this is
0: Normal Stars, one of his best matches. Yes.
2: I mean, he, I can't stand him, but he did not do that bad in this match, did he?
0: Yes, but he, but, and also you were off. He he got that quick win in round four, not three.
2: Oh, I thought it was round three. Oops. No, it was round four. Oh, okay. Round okay, four, you okay, okay. it, it Oh, it says right there, okay.
0: Yeah, because normally, um, a Heritage Cup match is six rounds. They went to Five before Dempsey hit a dragon suplex and got the win. And 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 Vinny? Yes. How sad so, were we? So happy. <laughs> so happy. I'm I'm still happy. Also oh, happy. Happy happy Georgia. Joy, joy. So happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy Georgia joy, joy. happy, happy joy. joy. Happy
2: happy joy, joy. Happy happy joy, Joy. Happy 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 happy, happy
0: joy joy. Dun, 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 dun. No. I'm so excited, I'm getting wet.
2: Okay, but yeah, this guy we were just looking at Jay. We were like we had a we, we stood up and we hugged each other. It's like, take you fucking wrestling gods.
0: Yes. Uh. I really hope this is the end of metaphor and all this fucking shit because I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. The no quarter catch crew, they're at least a good faction. Yes. So I wouldn't mind seeing backstage segments with them and having that trophy in their trophy case, but this metaphor thing's got to go. Whatever you do, Charlie, do not take
2: it to trophy everywhere you fucking go. Like no darling. he probably even took that thing to the shower probably a little obsession remember the time you licked it and kissed it and you and I were going like you need to go be in a pattern room with, with Joe Gacy.
0: yeah that was creepy that was creepy but as you're fuck. gonna here's the thing though they're probably not gonna bring it everywhere with them but you know you're gonna see back if they're gonna do backstage segments they have, to have the cup there yeah because that symbolizes they're the champ it's like when a champion has his belt with him yeah so they're probably not gonna take it everywhere they go and they're probably not gonna be all you know huggy huggy kissy kissy with the damn thing but they're you're gonna see it in segments I was like kissing fat girls yeah no no I, I don't know if they Baby faces. Does this is a baby face team. Start of They're getting cheered. They're, they're getting cheered when they come out. They're, I like. I'm just saying. The only the only people who kiss babies and hug the fat girls are the baby faces. The heels don't do that. Why well, don't you guys are really heels? I don't know. I'm I just I, I'm just so used to them being heels. I didn't see the face turn if there was one.
2: Remember th- when, when when they picked Charlie Dempsey all through and step back? And Charlie Dempsey was like, come on, Norm Darks.
0: Like, oh, crap.
2: Because you actually go against somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're doing in
0: that ring. Yep. And then all of a sudden, we see a door open out in the parking lot and good old sean spears is in the parking lot and here's what he had to say about being back in nxt nxt sean spears
1: why did you strike rich Holland in the back of the chair i like rich Holland, but he's been lying to himself for far too long that jolt of pain that's currently coursing through his body it's simply the truth that's why I struck Rich. The truth can bring you to your knees. And that's why Sean Spears is now in NXT. we will see you next week at Roblox.
2: So he will be a Roblox. He will be a Roblox. Probably going against Rich Holland. And also, right after that, your favorite little person comes out pissy and moaning. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, she's like,
0: Can we talk like no? I was like, Oh, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need to hear this crap. But I'm just saying. Oh, come on now. You love Roxanne Perez so much. Yeah, but as much as I love an infected scrotum. I would rather listen to Nickelback on a three-hour loop than fucking watch a Roxanne Perez match. No, no, no. Move on. It is time for the contract signing. We have Ilya Dragunov in the ring with Ava Rain, tables, the re- all the fancy doodads for a contract signing.
2: What we usually see during a contract signing, right? But exactly.
0: Dragunov paces in the ring as he waits for Carmelo Hayes. Hayes joins Dragunov in the ring, but he is still surrounded by a security force. Ava is in the ring with a contract for a title match at Roblox. Hayes wants to get his sh- this show on the road because he's been away from his NXT title for too long. Dragunov and Hayes go back and forth all of a sudden Tony D'Angelo interrupts Hayes tells D'Angelo to hit the bricks before he has the security take him out D'Angelo reminds Hayes that he's the Don of NXT and he makes things happen D'Angelo snaps his fingers and Hayes security leaves that right there was
2: fucking awesome and as soon as I saw that Tony D'Angelo's uh, ego is gonna go through the fucking roof Fuck like it always does
0: yes D'Angelo says he wants to earn a title shot at standing Deliver. the liver Dragonall says D'Angelo has piqued his interest DeAngelo suggests a number one contender's match with him and Hayes at Roblox. Avis hits up to Dragonall. Dragonall says he wants to see Hayes earn something for once in his life. So he agrees. And then this happens.
2: You gonna stand behind this coward of a champion that he just proved to be in front of everybody? Come on, hey. All right. All right.
1: You know what, Tony? You can't beat me.
2: Come on, man. We're talking about the NXT championships since you want to talk about it so bad. If we need somebody to take out some trash or to bookkeep for some washed-up school, you the guy for that. But when it comes to that NXT championship, I am the Don.
1: Hayes, he has one more hurdle. That's the dot. Who's headed to Philadelphia? Who's gonna make it through one final roadblock?
0: So now we have a twist of events. Very twist big of events. We now instead of Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov for the NXT title, it's now Carmelo Hayes versus Tony D'Angelo, and the winner gets Dragunov at Stand and Deliver in Philadelphia.
2: Basically, I means a number one contendership. I loved what um Tony D had to say. He's like, no, 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 motherfucker! And you just want a championship match. What you need to do is earn the championship match. So he and, and I love that part. It was like, and uh, Carmelo Hayes like, Ava, does this really happens like. Yeah, this is really happening Because I'm the boss And you're not Ha 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 Motherfucker But this right here was awesome And imagine If Tony D And, and uh Freaking up Go at it At uh Standing the lever. Tony D wins Vinny will never Shut the fuck up about it I will have to hear it It Like Vinny had to hear The seven hours ride car home I'd be bitching my Roman Reigns And beating The Undertaker To a certain extent Or maybe yes. I won't DB that bad Come on It wasn't that different. I'm gonna go there It was god awful
0: <laughs> It was god awful. I love this. I did not see it coming. I was intrigued to see what was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And because I honestly thought here's what I was thinking, and you guys know. I expected Carmelo Hayes to win the title at Roblox. I expect Trick Williams to make a comeback, and I expected Trick to face Mello for the title. I na- Now with them going a different direction, I now see a different thing playing out.
2: Same here. Well, can I go first, please? Go ahead. Okay, say like uh, during, der- during the match at a roadblock that uh, it's Tony D and Carmelo and they're doing the thing. All of a sudden, you see Trick Williams comes up, sm- uh, smacks Carmelo or doesn't move on him and Tony D hits his finisher swim- one, two, three. Then I stand in we see Trick Mello against Carmelo Hayes in a normal match. No titles, no nothing. Just maybe a, a, a no holds bar or still cage.
0: I think you mean Trick Williams. Trick
2: Williams. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think, I gonna think it's gonna be Carmelo
0: out. and Trick one on one and stand and deliver. Just a, a war to settle the score. And Trick's going to go over so Melo can go to SmackDown. Because Melo's done on NXT. There's nothing more he can do. There's nothing left. He's done. He, he needs to put over Trick on the way out. And I think the Don is going to win the title at Stand and Deliver. Yeah. That, gonna, yeah. How much be, I don't want to see it, it needs to happen. It does. And, I, and that's no hate on Dragunov. No, I think he's. He's, been, he's
2: ran through everybody pretty much. Yeah. And he's had a really good title run too.
0: Yeah. But it's time to crown a new champion. And Tony D, look, regardless of whether you like the Italian gimmick or not, this motherfucker's overdue. This motherfucker is main event material. This is a guy who needs to stand above the rest. Even Gator says it all the time, that Tony D is ready to be NXT champion. He is the Don. He is a leader. And I've always believed a leader of a faction should always be the world champion. I never liked seeing the leader of a faction be a tag team champion. Can't call yourself the leader and be a tag champ. That don't work. You got to be the world champ and you're underlings hold the belts.
2: Ooh, I just saw something. What? Tony D against uh, off for the world title at, at Stand Liver. Also stacks going against Oba for the North American championship. Just imagine that they both won those titles in one night.
0: I do like that. Yeah. And if Rizzo didn't suck in the ring, I'd want her to be the one to take it from Valkyria. She's a Italian woman.
2: She needs to go back and cut fucking hair like most Italian women do.
0: Are is that, sh- that to me? Yeah. Oops. This is from the person that gives Gator shit when he puts women in the kitchen, kind of being a hypocrite. no, no, you said she's. ginger she... is a hypocrite. She. He gives me shit for putting women in the kitchen. He wants women to cut hair. That's what they're about? He Italian wants to put women, women to not cut all hair. women. See, well, first of all, you shouldn't assault Italian women like that. Italian women know how to fight. And
2: Irish women do too, as well, motherfucker.
0: Oh please, they only know how to drink. Mm-hmm. So anyway. And fight too. Yes. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Hey Vinny, remember what happened? You went to my. Uh,
2: went to my irish cousin wedding what happened oh yeah the sister got drunk because her ex-boyfriend come up and broke his fucking nose
0: yes i remember that vividly i was
2: actually sober at that wedding because i had to be
0: yeah yeah the, the ginger is sexist the ginger's being sexist mr be mr be he does not respect the ladies that's why he never gets them and you do Oh, please. I'm always pinning shoulders to mats and banging rats. It's what I do. I always fuck the rats. Who weigh about 300 pounds? I don't care how big they are. It's just it's the rats. A rat is a rat. And you're an ass who still fucks the rats. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I'm the Gator, and I'll see you later. Goodbye. Fuck off. But yeah, so... Awesome Seriously? Dances. What?
2: Seriously? What? You're supposed to put a fucking lock on the goddamn basket and your dumbass of himself won't do
0: that. Mm. Fine, I'll go lock.
2: There you go. For Christ's fucking sake, put some minds around that.
0: Give some Resident Evil lasers around it. Well, first he has to pay back the fucking debt. But let me just fucking say right now, I told you I had a master fucking plan in place. See? Now you notice know this cherry top, you were the one bragging about it. One snap of the finger Security went away. See, that's the power of the fucking Don. See, I know you have power, Don. I just like picking on you. That's all. Yeah. Just remember, I can snap my fingers and you can disappear too. I snap my fingers, you can disappear as well. Like that. And I'm still fucking
2: here. And I'm still fucking here as well, motherfucker. I'm just saying. people are scared? Everybody's scared of you. They Bernie's are. scared of you. This guy's scared of you. This guy's scared
0: of you. But this Irish prick right here is not fucking scared of you. Well, see, what you fail to understand is the reason they're scared is because they're smart. The reason they're not scared is cause you're burned out on weed and fucking alcohol. So you ain't got I'm the actually intelligence to thing. Right I'm actually sober right now. Doesn't change the fact that it still killed your brain cells. Damage no, is done. Those shit do- I'm so that shit don't than grow. You. That shit don't grow back like your fruity facial hair. Nah. So my point is now the Don is gonna go, and I'm gonna beat this Carmelo kid, and I'm gonna bitch slap him back to whatever hood he came from. If anybody's gonna be getting their hair. Haircut is gonna be this fucking guy right here. The only thing he's gonna be chopping up is every part of his fucking body after I mangle him in that fucking ring. And then I go to stand and deliver and I and I take the little and I take the little British guy and kick him around the he's goddamn rushing. building. Russian? Russian. You know why they call him Russian? Why? Because he's gonna be rushing to the emergency room after I whoop his fucking ass. That's why.
2: Well, wow! I like that right there. That, that 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 was pretty cool right there, Donna. Very congratulations. You just sent right for you in your life. I hope you're happy.
0: Fucking Don, my point Good is, for you. No this guy's gonna get his fucking ass beat, and then I'm gonna be the NXT champion. I'm gonna stand on top of the fucking mountain like the Don that I am, and after that, I'm gonna run the whole fucking place, and ain't nobody gonna stop me. Ain't nobody on that fucking roster can touch me once I'm the NXT champion. Good for you. You want a cookie? No, I want a cannoli. Go fetch me one. Fuck you. Seriously, Vinny, make this cherry top useful for once. And hey, you heard what I said Get my fucking cannoli
2: No go get me And then, then you go get me a, a six pack of beer I'll go get you A cannoli
0: The Don doesn't run errands Does then he that's not for, that, Does he that, not fucking understand How that, this works
2: Does you understand How this works The cherry do you don't do your fucking errands First
0: of all first Get of off all, your first lazy ass Do
2: it off your fucking self First man. of all the
0: being the Don Means you don't do That fucking work You get yeah, all the people who fucking work
2: really cares. Go get your fucking self You lazy fuck Fuck hey, you
0: Lazy fuck really Yeah I just, I just took care of Business in a ring uh, i so Happy for you. Good job. Good for you. Yeah, what did you do all day? Stack fucking plates? so on just slip and I don't have to get shot at for it. Are you sure? I've seen the neighborhood gin. Ah. Yeah, so now if you'll excuse me, the Don's gonna go get ready for next week when I become the NXT champion. You were just begging to get shot. You were just begging to get fucking shot. You are begging this man to kill you. You realize if he comes to kill you, I cannot protect you.
2: I don't need your protection. I can protect myself.
0: All right, good. All right. Yeah, there's a good chance we're not going to see him in a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, don't I know still want to have a death wish sometimes, don't I? Yes! I wish you'd shut the fuck up!
2: I'm scared of him like Dude, you are.
0: Zach, just let it go, man. Just let it go and you wouldn't have problems. The type of shit that in, gets you in fucking jail. What are you
2: talking about? I've never been to jail.
0: Bullshit, you haven't been to jail. Prove it. Jesus Christ, did, did military school teach you nothing? No, it didn't. Jesus Christ, you went to military school and learned fuck all. Pretty much. Alright. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this recap MenXT. NXT. Zach, as always, thanks for taking time and being scheduled to join us and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next one. Oh, I'm not missing Roblox. This is way too good. Yes. Yeah, so make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Uh, We're hoping to do a recap of the Elimination Chamber coming soon. Uh, Obviously, we didn't do predictions, so we texted them. I put a little picture up. To show the predictions that we did that's on the face that was on uh, my personal Facebook page. But uh, we'll have a video coming out with the Boochcast Cast Facebook page to show the uh Elimination Chamber uh recap. I'll have a lot to say as well as Desmond and the Wentz. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Cast. Get the latest tweet, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our YouTube content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified. When future content will be posted. We got Dark Side of the Ring coming out. Uh, I just uh, Actually, at Monday, at the time you listen to this, it'll be on Monday, I recorded and edited the uh, Abdullah the Butcher episode. That'll be coming out uh, Thursday, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Will be uh, the uh, Abdullah the Butcher Legacy of Blood. After that, we got Bam Bam Bigelow, Bash of the Beach 2000, and The World According to Marty Jannetty. So thankfully, I'm all caught up. Season 5 is going to start of Dark Side of the Ring. So in the coming weeks, we'll have episodes coming out. Uh, I'll already tell you the first three, they're going to be dropping. Uh, These will all be coming out after Marty Jannetty. We got Earthquake with John Tenta. We got my homeboy, my good friend, Buff the Stuff Bagwell, and of course, Terry Gordy from the Freebirds. So those are the first three episodes they are going to be dropping, so make sure you guys uh, check those out, and uh, make sure you check out all the other content coming soon to the Boochcast Facebook page. We got Dark Side of the 2000s coming your way, Um, working on Dark Side of Comedy. I just got to book some comics for some episodes, and hopefully we can do Dark Side of Football if Lance's schedule can open up. Speaking of Lance, I'm still trying to get him on the phone. He's been dealing with a lot of personal issues right now, but he will be here soon Talk about the Super Bowl.
2: Which was a very, very actually enjoyable game. Hey, Vinny. What? What is Shawn Michaels' is guilty
0: of murder? You know what he's guilty of murdering? Who did he kill? Did his career. For fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> and also make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, April 6th, and Sunday, April the 7th, for nights one and two of Wrestlemania. 40 that's right 40th anniversary of the biggest event of the year is taking place and we've already mentioned earlier with the road to wrestlemania some matches that are booked for the show uh most of them are great one of them is a waste of fucking time but overall we're enjoying the road to wrestlemania and we're looking forward to seeing how everything unfolds so hopefully uh wrestlemania 40 both nights will be a great one but join us on twitch for all the action Very and true. of course you can we have our live D show coming soon our bootcast booking battle another special project in the works and of course you can support the Boochcast. go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod show slash the booch slash support become a supporter of the booch cast support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes we have three levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget we have our first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month we have a second level which is 499 five dollars per month same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription i know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the peacock so don't give them money give us money we got better cons of the Peacock. Anyway, and we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $9. $10 per month. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WB Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it to Peacock, you got no way to put that $9.99. It's $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike the elite, we actually care about our fans. They're dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option to pay with your credit card or with G-Pay. And the best part is all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and believe they'll be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over. When it's all said and done we use the rest to feed Zachariah Scott his ramen noodles and try to get him laid provided the Don doesn't kill him first. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci aka The Booch saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. Talk to you guys next time. Until then Pizza Baby!